I, I could learn stuff on YouTube, but the really the best way to learn stuff is just doing. This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Akery. And before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify if you're not already subscribed. And while you're there, drop us a review. Let us know how we're doing. We will read it here on the show. This week's featured review comes from Doris Saavedra. Nice. Hope I'm saying your name, your last name right there, Doris. She says, great content, five stars. I've listened to several episodes and I love the energy and all the great insights. Keep inspiring people to become the best versions of themselves. Love you, Doris. Thank you. Thank you, Doris. Speaking of inspiration, our guest today is Johnny Nittafan. Johnny is a licensed insurance agent who is absolutely crushing it in his young career. He is also the host of the From Unknown to Unforgettable podcast, and as well as producing a ton of content on his YouTube page and his other social media channels. His goal is to inspire the younger generation to put aside the status quo and to do the impossible. Johnny, welcome to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here. Thanks, man. I uh, su feel super honored, privileged, and I'm like, man, get to hang out with you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> dude, dude we're, we're the honored ones. How old are you, brother? Uh, I meant to ask you that before we got on the show. How old are you? I'm 21. Yeah, tw I just turned 21 here. Um, I like to say uh, that I, I'm, I don't know. I so I got married a year ago, and so being married at 20 and starting a business, I'm like, you, you age very fast. <laughs> you get, you learn a lot very quickly, <laughs> and it's like entering into two huge life stages at the same time can be very challenging to to balance. Um, but I've learned yep. a ton very recently, so. I'm like, hey, by 25, I'm going to be like mature. I yeah, guess, you'll maybe. be an old soul, man, at that point. I got <laughs> I got married at 22, so yeah, I totally understand the feeling. Felt similar journey myself. Um, so I would love to hear your, your story. If you can let us know how you got an insurance, what made you uh, choose this industry. Like Josh said, you're crushing it, so I can't wait to talk to you about sales and building a team and entrepreneurship, yep. but how'd you get into it? Yeah, so um, it's long story short, I uh, I moved out here to Arizona to play basketball, and uh, th that's the main reason I grew up. I was born in San Diego, raised in New Mexico, and uh, I had D1 dreams going to play professionally, mm. and uh, that that's all I did. I mean, I I would wear ankle weights to school, ten pound ankle weights around. Uh, I really did not care about any like what anybody thought. So I like. Uh, we did a, <laughs> I went to a private Christian high school and one of the traditions was that the seniors would walk, uh, the, the people who graduated from preschool and we'd all wear our gowns and we'd all go on a walk and it's like a big parade. And I just really didn't care. I, I cared so much about wanting to succeed that I wore ankle weights with my gown on. <laughs> and, uh, I was just like, Hey, if I'm not getting better, I'm getting worse. So um, <laughs> it's just a funny, funny story there, but, um, I, I grew up playing basketball, moved out here, uh, cause I was going to go to a prep school. And, uh, for you guys who don't maybe not know what a prep school is, it's between high school and college. You can play colleges without getting a year docked from your eligibility. And so we had like 52 junior college games, uh, on the books. Um, but you don't get docked for a junior college year. 
And so pretty much there's like first open gym, there's like 250 D1 coaches in there. And that's where Marvin Bagley went, uh, DeAndre Ayton, um, some of the big names wow. that went there. And so um, I went there and I've quickly realized basketball was not a, a desire that I really wanted to continue to pursue. So right after preseason ended, I just pretty much quit uh, or pivoted, as Joe says. And so I, I pretty much pivoted, started a clothing line uh, called More Apparel. I took all the money that I raised to pretty much uh, put into tuition for this school and I dumped it into business and I said, hey, I want to start a clothing line. Um, the only way I, I, I could learn stuff on YouTube, but the really the best way to learn stuff is just doing mm. And I, I just took action. So I was like, hey, I I, I want to do this. So I filed for an LLC, got my own business account. When I was 18, just put all of it into pretty much creating clothes. And so I hired a graphic designer. I was like, hey, I have no clue what this will look like, but I know I have a message that I want to share with people. And so more apparel started and uh, it was just called more, M-O-R-E, period. And that's it. Um, and I was just like, Hey, I want, I want to spread more positivity, more love and, uh, clothes are a billboard. And so I was like, I have a huge message. I want to get out there. So why not start with clothes? And so did that um, business actually take off or did it, it start? It started to, uh, I don't know if you guys know B dot a dot. He's the impersonator of all the NBA players. I'm not um, sure. But yeah. So Brandon Armstrong, um, if you guys look him up, he has a few million followers on Instagram and YouTube and went absolutely viral. So I'm in a, I'm at GCU Grand Canyon university and I have clothes in my backpack. I'm about to go to a youth group to like pretty much get the clothes out there. And I ran into him and I'm like, yo, can you wear my clothes and I'll make a highlight reel of you. And I just like, and he's like, yeah, man, for sure. So pretty much we took a picture and he was in the gear. He, he ran pickups, like crossed these dudes up, posted it. And uh, he posted on his story. And that week we did some that were between 10 to 15,000 in sales, just absolutely wow. sold out everything. Um, that and shows you the I power took, of influencer marketing. It's just crazy. Oh, it's just the, yeah, the new phenomenon, like a celebrity or semi-celebrity wears your stuff and then boom, it's sold out. Exactly. And so pretty much took all that money to go into a fall drop and the clothes did not turn out well and nothing sold. Ugh. And I was like, dang, that sucks. So now I have like 250 hoodies. I have like 150 <laughs> shirts and like only like five sold maybe. And I'm like, this honestly really sucks, but it's all good. So I ended up like pivoting from that. I was like, hey, I guess I'll go to college. Went to college for a little bit failed two semesters straight. And I was like, I don't think I don't, really don't. I, my, my heart's not in this. I want to do a business. I just don't know what it, that's going to look like. So I worked at Starbucks uh, and quickly decided I want to marry my wife. And so I proposed working at Starbucks full time. I was just putting in massive hours. Um, and uh, before we got married, my father-in-law, who's been in health insurance, uh, for over 30 years, grew a massive book of business uh, doing health insurance benefits. Uh, he had a meeting. He he had. I got a meeting with him and and uh, one of his lenders or vendors, and uh, pretty much from there uh, got introduced to the insurance business. A month after, I took my test. Within a week, passed. Quit Starbucks, went into insurance, and uh, started cold do door knocking and cold calling businesses. 
did that for three months, got introduced to life insurance space, and it's uh, been up from there for sure. So um, that's how I got introduced to the life insurance industry. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he embodies the take action uh, sign. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, well, you know, so I quit basketball and then I started, <laughs> started a, a company, yeah, a, a clothing company, <laughs> and then that didn't work. So then I married my wife and right. <laughs> it's like you're just <laughs> all in just doing it but it's the truth man you gotta you gotta fail fast you gotta take action i mean it's literally the sign behind us um but talk to us a little bit about the door knocking talk to us a little bit about the getting started cold calling that's where i really want to pick your brain on like your tips for prospecting on because you're a master at cold calling you're doing a ton of it walk us through like your cold calling in in your door knocking days and all that stuff well, it was uh, it, it, it was just cre- preparation on the front end for sure because when I was mi- when I was putting a ton of miles on my car, like you you have to just find efficiency in like being able to door knock as many businesses as possible. So I'd find little pockets of like industrial places and like warehouses, something like that, and just pretty much knock all the doors in that area. And then I'd go to another area and I'd find like 30 to 40 do- businesses all in one place and just door knock and just go in there and build relationships. And How did so, that look? Like, I'm curious because people like they want to go put that into action, whether they're in real estate yeah. insurance, like go door knock, like approaching the door, talking to the people. Like, what do you suggest yeah. that people think about? Um, and do? Well, you got to find like the key decision maker, whoever that is. And like, I wasn't. I was just starting, so I was like, I would drop stuff off. I'd like drop off cookies. It was like right in the right when Christmas was coming. Um, so I was like, I dropped that off. There was a when coming into new. You gotta find like a little way to like pretty much get your foot in the door um, and like have an excuse to be there. And so um, what I what I my wife actually recommended me to do was when New Year's was coming, I dropped off uh, sparklers. And I dropped off glow six people. I'm like, new year, new solutions. Flip this, like, turn on the light. Or what was it? It was uh, open up. I forgot what it was, but I used a little catchphrase of, like, new year, new solutions. Um, Let's try out our benefit solutions, stuff like that. So um, I'll just drop that stuff off. The biggest thing, like, with that is to build a relationship with the gatekeepers and and have a really solid relationship there. Um, And persistency, like, it, it, I don't know, like making those introductions and then I'd, I'd pretty much just set appointments for other people to come in and, and close the appointments. Um, but that, that's pretty much all it was like, would you follow up with phone calls after your initial pop by in, or would you follow yeah, up? Pop I, yeah, I would, I would pretty much try to get as much as I could, whether it's their phone number, whether it's their email, whether it's, um, whatever it is. And I would just send emails later in the day after I'm done, like reaching out to people throughout the day. Um, but that's pretty much it. It wasn't anything crazy. It's just like when I'd find the decision maker, I'd just get an appointment with her and my, the people I worked with. And so I'd pretty much get an appointment with them. And then we pretty much worked parallel with my father-in-law. And so I got him a lot of meetings as well. Cause he, cause the employee benefits, space there's so many benefits that can go into it but the biggest thing is health insurance health insurance is the biggest benefit that everybody's like craving and so if you can get into the health insurance market we would come in you and can bring the all the other yeah so you could bring in all the other illness life 
Well, um, how long would you prospect? Like, like if you have an agent, right? Because you're recruiting all the time now. But if you have an agent on your team, like, what's your recommendation? How many hours a day? How many doors? Yeah. Like, well, what so do you that's, think? So that was that was before. Now I just do life. So I'm just working leads of like direct mail, Collins, things like that, yep. Facebook. Uh, but I so I don't. I'm out of that space. But when I did, my goal was uh, 150 businesses a week. Okay. So of like knocking of like going in and introducing yourself. And honestly, it was really, it was really tough. Um, to be honest, like it, it just really was, but I see the value in doing that. I just think like it was a longer term play that life insurance has so much upfront capital that you can get that I was like, I just want to do life. And now other people can get in here and I could just build a massive organization doing this. So pretty much doing life switching to that. It's a whole, it's pretty much a whole different thing. Cause you're not going business to business it's business to consumer now. So and now so, you're actually cold calling or calling warm leads that have been, you know, people have yes. expressed interest. Um, and you're doing that pretty much all day. That's um, all I do. Yeah. Okay. And now I'm building a team. So like, I started working with Nate Offert 45 days ago, and in that 45 days, I've been able to do uh, 125,000 in production myself. Yeah, and uh, our amazing. first, our first full month as an agency, we had we onboarded over 50 people and did 100,000 in our agency. So, like our first full month. So I started in September. Two weeks into that, like uh, there's two weeks that I, I we just massive action. I actually. <laughs> He flew me out to his house <laughs> and uh, we did a smart guy. He, he's, he recruited training. you. He's smart. Got to get face to face with you. Right. So, well, that was already when we decided to start working together officially. Um, but we're like, we got to kick it off strong. So we came in, we got the last two weeks of September. Those, those 14 days, we we're able to do 50,000 in production. Um, and then team came because we started onboarding him. We got him all ready to go. And in that full month of October, we hit 100,000 with six or seven people writing. And now we're entering into November with 25 licensed agents. So our goal is of 150 to 200,000. That's amazing. Talk to us about the activity that you guys are doing every day to produce that because that's amazing. It's nuts. It's really like pretty much balls to the wall all the time. And that's what I learned from him because you don't you you can only do so much of that on zoom but when i'm living with him in his house every day for two weeks you pick up on stuff massive action like he's attacking things like crazy and so i'm just pretty much what he's doing i'm pretty much just trying to copy it and whatever he's telling me to do i just do it and he has like tons of audios and and things of how to be able to recruit and so the biggest thing you can do in recruiting is point up your mentor like flip them up to him. His job is to train all my guys as I'm really building a foundation right now. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm doing a, a lot of work in terms of getting them in front of Nate. When I tell people that are trying to build their agencies now under like me, I pretty much like the biggest key that you can have is get them in front of Nate, do an overview, do a, whatever it is, do a zoom call. He went into Port Arthur, did a, a corporate overview in person with 300 people. Cause somebody got him in front of that many people. And then he onboarded like 80 people. It's such a good uh, um, point when it comes to recruiting on, 
You know, like if you're trying to build a real estate brokerage, real estate team and recruit agents to your team an insurance team and trying to recruit agents to your team, it really comes down to, hey, why would people want to join your organization? They want to join your organization because your organization has a proven track record, proven history, proven platform or whatever. Yeah. And your point of going point up to your mentor, it's like, hey, point up to, hey, the reason why you want to come join this team is because of this track record that we have, this platform that we have or whatever. For you, it's Nate, right? And he's a stud. Yeah. We've interviewed Nate on the actual podcast. Everybody should go check out his episode. I mean, this guy is yeah, a freaking so killer good. sales guy. But that idea of like, when you're recruiting an agent, you're recruiting them. Yes, there's the opportunity, but everybody can offer them so-and-so opportunity. It's like, I think the real estate side, right? You have EXP, Keller Williams, Century 21, right? Whatever. What is the platform and who are the people that you're bringing to the table of why they should join the team? Because people want to yeah. be part of something that's energetic. They want to be part of a movement. They want to be part of something where they go, yeah, I'm going to get access to something that I couldn't get access to somewhere else. But what about your actual like activity? How many dials are you guys making a day or have your agents trying to prospect and stuff like that to actually write that business? Do you have an idea for a great new podcast? You can bring your idea to life and start your podcast today with Libsyn. Our podcast has been on Libsyn for four years now. Unbelievable. And we love it. Libsyn has everything you need to plan, launch, and grow your own podcast. Libsyn provides some of the best resources created by expert podcasters who will show you everything you need to know, like what equipment you should use, how to record great audio, how to get your show onto Apple Podcasts, and other popular platforms and much more. Look, if you want to be the professional in your area, the real estate agent, the financial advisor in your community that has the podcast, this is a great opportunity for you to get started. Plus, as a friend of Stay Paid, when you sign up with Libsyn, you get your first month of podcast hosting for free. There's never been a better time than right now for you to start podcasting. Visit Libsyn.com and use code FRIEND. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N com and use code friend to get started and create your first podcast today i mean 250 a week at least okay um running 10 to 15 appointments when nate and i were regulating at a high clip um it was 10 in play at all times 10 appointments set at all times so pretty much you have the 10 appointments on the books if one person no shows, then you got to replace it. Okay. If two no show or you run two appointments, you you fill that up. So ten and play at all times. Well, I got so like because he would be on me like constantly if I didn't have ten and play because that's what we com I committed to. So in that month, I would be regulating fifteen to twenty point appointments set at all times. So I'd have like two fall off or whatever, then I'd set two more because then it's like some appointments I'd have ten appointments in a day. So then that's going to quickly diminish. I'll have no time to dial for the next day. So I have, I, I'm thinking already ahead. Um, and it's you're, you're on the phone dialing or on the phone running an appointment or on the phone recruiting to the opportunity. That's all you're doing. And you're doing that 50, 60, 80 hours a week. That's all you're doing on the phone with a recruit on the phone with a prospect uh, running the appointment or setting appointments. That's it. And so when you talk about money generating activities, like that's, that's all you can do uh, is like running appointment, setting an appointment or talking to somebody, bringing them in to show them to get them on an overview. So like first week when we decided to fully work together, I got, I reached out to my warm market people. I was already trying to recruit. Um, Cause before I wasn't, didn't have crazy success in recruiting. I tried, it just didn't work out and they didn't start actually writing. When I got here, 
we got on a Zoom, 30 people showed up, onboarded that night, and we just kept the ball moving. And now it's just kind of been super, just pretty much implementing what he said to do is has been working like crazy. So the biggest thing is like flipping up to your mentor because I I'm a I'm the product of what he's been able to accomplish, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like he's I've been able to do the system, and so I'm a testimony of how great of a mentor he is. So if people have the opportunity to get mentored by him, they're lucky. Well, they're in my agency, so I just talk about him because if they I could do 100k in my first month, he can teach somebody to do 15k in their first month, 20k, 30k, whatever it is. Right. And so I'm just a testimony that talks to people and say, hey plug into his system and it works. And so that's how we've been able to see. And his system is basically 10 in play. I've never heard it phrased yep. necessarily that way. So that's super interesting. 10 in play, which is basically you have to have 10 appointments on the Set calendar, 10 times. in your pipeline, for lack of a better word, um, on, you know, going at all times. And he's found in, uh, in the insurance space, obviously, that produces. What other things about his system have you learned? So there's massive action was one takeaway I got. Ten in play. What other yeah, things? I mean, the, the biggest thing really is ten in play um, because it's you constantly have appointments set. So, like, that that's just a, another really solid thing. Another one is uh, if you have a stack of leads, maybe you say you have 100 leads. We'll take 15 of those triple dial all of them so flip them over and then you take that same list get another number triple dial them again and you'll get more pickups then you flip them over again with another number or the same number again and triple Ooh, dial wait them. wait so you're getting three different phone numbers yeah so like Super right now that's like the triple dial on steroids cubed yeah the triple dial yeah. Cubed, yeah. <laughs> No, I've heard of so people. So if people don't understand what the triple dial is, because maybe you've never listened before, it's literally exactly how how it sounds. You call a lead, they don't answer. You call them right back, they don't answer. You call them right back. Like it's three dials, pretty much. You know, waiting a few seconds in between because it intrigues the the prospect. Like who is calling me this much? It must be important. Yeah. And it is important. Well, one dial, you know, it's a robo dial. Yes, but if you see three, yeah, it, it, it definitely. But I've never are you sending heard. text messages also? Yeah, so we have automations now that, like, are c- wicked. <laughs> like, yesterday I was in a restaurant, and uh, and pretty much what happened was uh, it was crazy. So the lead came in. They filled it out on Facebook. Uh, it came into my system. It texted them right away. It started texting. It, the, the system was texting back and forth. And so the person's like, confirmed the like the information they filled out they confirmed it and so then it auto sends another text and uh about like do you want to book an appointment the person said yes and then it says here's my i've the this time this time and this time available on my calendar today which one works for you they texted back and then it sends me a text um that says hey a new appointment booked on your calendar and then i called them right after that right after i got out of eating and uh, wrote the app for like 1700 something bucks and then called again the next day, set an appointment for the next day and uh, wrote his wife. So total on that lead, it, it came in um, like three grand issue paid like mm. that, like that. That's amazing. Um, so, so there's like there, those are going on the background. There's draw, like email, voicemail drops, email drops, text drops. Have you gotten a lot of success from the voicemail drops? 
they they call back right away yeah okay i, I would say that 20 percent probably call right away after they get the voicemail that's amazing so if people don't know what that is is basically you can drop voicemails into people's phones without it ringing their phone so you could literally there's um you can google it and you just google voicemail drops and there's software out there that would do it and you could do it to you know a hundred thousand numbers so imagine like you're farming an area and you have all those numbers, you could drop a voicemail and it could be an update on a house that's sold in that area if you're in real estate, or it could be something about, you know, what you have going on, right, in your business. And that will literally be in their yeah. voicemail and it hasn't ringed their phone, but they'll look down and they'll have a voicemail and people listen. Can you share what tools you're using there? I know you've got the, the chat automation, you've got the voicemail drops. Do you know what software is that you're using for that? I'm, I don't, like what CRM it is or what? Yeah, I, did, oh, I wasn't sure how deep in the weeds of the of the marketing side you were. If you knew, like, so are you using, like, a mini chat or using uh, Facebook's, like, messenger leads type of thing? Um, well, you're with Symmetry, so you guys are probably using the Quility okay. system so or whatever. There's, so there's a switchboard that Quility uses. I've I've used that, and that's where the voicemail drops are. But yeah. the the system that was auto-text, it, it was on Go High Level. Okay. So, like, everybody has their own white-labeled go-high level, which it's literally all the same thing, pretty much, if I'm being honest. Like, but uh, I started working so with funny. these marketers um, a lot, uh, advanced agent marketing, and uh, and I started working with them a lot, and they have this auto-bot that, like, auto-books. Like, that, they were texting back and forth. It was crazy. Um, so their booking rate's, like, 33%. So, like, when we started really working together, I was really skeptical, but then – when it started actually booking on my calendar, I was like, what the heck? And then when it started texting and interacting like that, because there's other ones that will like send the text, but it won't text back and forth. Like actually. So this is like an AI bot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's the we literally looking at that this. Morning. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, we were looking at go high level this morning. That's so funny as a white label platform. So yeah. that's a uh, really interesting how you brought that up. Uh, Everybody but, takes the go high level and then whitelists it and then says yep. they have this like exclusive like thing and it's all go high yeah. level. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. Oh, man. So talk to us. You're a young entrepreneur, right? 21 years old and you're crushing it, man. That's why we had you on. I mean, it's just amazing the success you're having. I mean, 25 licensed agents under you already. You have you're writing $100,000 in business under 50,000 now through the agency. I mean, just unbelievable. So um, talk to us a little bit about like, you know, you you hit some failures and getting into insurance. Only 8% of insurance agents make it. Right. What advice would you give to insurance agents or really entrepreneurs getting into the space that can help them push through and actually achieve the success they're looking for? I would say the uh, it's funny that you brought it up like in the beginning, because it all comes for full circle, like take action, like seriously, like that. That's all it is, because. When I came in, like even even when we were regulating in a high clip and doing that 100K run, I will, I, I'm going to show people videos of it. Like Nate's already done it to show like how simple this business is um, of like how bad I was because I recorded my stuff and I'd send it to him. And he literally like after my first appointment, we met the next day with Josh Wiles. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, nah. He's the he's the first guy that came in and did 100K his first month with Nate okay. in January. 
And so we all three got on a Zoom call and I played the I played the video and it was absolutely horrible. I'm I, I was wearing this on the appointment and he's like, Bro, you're young and you're wearing a hat. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, He's like, you already got the young against you, and now you're wearing a hat and a T-shirt. This guy does not take you serious at all. Um, but it was a massive action. I mean, I set 45 appointments and 20 showed up, only half. But I was still able to write 30 grand that week. Wow. And it's like really taking the massive, like massive action. And so my first week doing life insurance, I set 25 appointments and four showed up. Mm. Didn't sell a thing. But I just chose to continue to invest in myself because I knew one, I would, I'm going to be, everybody wants to invest in stocks. Like anybody wants to like bet, get the crypto that goes to the moon. I'd rather bet on myself and pay money into myself and skills that I can develop getting around people like Cody. I mean, we wouldn't have met if it weren't for Cody, Yep. but getting around those people that'll it like just make me more money than what crypto could. Um, and so buying skills as much as I can, uh, is what I've really tried to implement. So in terms of the, me being able to have success, I'm not anywhere close where I want to be. However, I think, um, literally learning from your, the only way I really believe the best way to learn is by doing and failing. And so I was like, Hey, nobody's going to be good at first. I'm not going to judge myself for not being trash at first. Um, and so it's, it's okay to fail because the better the obstacles, the better the story is. I love talking about that where, I mean, a few months ago, I had to ask my wife to buy leads cause I didn't have money. And it, it's like, it talk about humiliate. Like that was really human. That's probably one of the most humiliating things having to do. Um, I, another story, like I, I had to pay, I hired on these people. I had to pay my assistant rents due the next day. I don't have any money. And I got to ask my wife to pay the assistant. And then the next day, not have any money for rent. Like th those are the things that nobody really talks about, but those are the mm. stories that really build an entrepreneur because everybody sees people at the top winnings, like crushing it. Yeah. Those are the stories I like to share because that's the real gut check reality that a lot of people are in. A lot of people are in the, I have 500 bucks on a credit card that I, I could have and I can't buy leads this week. What do I do? I have I have bills due. Like, what do I do in this situation? Hmm. And it constantly was betting on myself because in that time, yeah, I took the money from her. But then the next day I sold the policy, got in, in, instant issue, like paid, issue paid, got a deposit the next day, was able to make it. So, okay, cool. We did it. That's awesome. Now, now we go to the next month and it's like, it's month after month after month doing that. But then if you never quit, you can never fail. Um, and that's like the, that's the mantra I really try to live by. That's my, that's what I've really going to this industry I listened to a Cody Aston's video. He's like, if you never quit, you can never fail. I'm like, I'm ne I'm never quitting. So whatever that means, I'm that's gonna happen. And I, I take myself down um, one of these me mental like mindset coaches that just helped me out when I was like in a really horrible spot. Was uh, he's like, what's the worst that could happen? Well, the worst that could happen is we get evicted out of this apartment. We have to live with my 
uh, in-laws here because they live here in Arizona and that and then what and then he's like keep going what's the worst that could happen okay our cars are paid for so those wouldn't get taken you live with them and then you are able to build money up like you just could take yourself into that situation it was like okay this does this sucks but then take yourself there and then put yourself five years like five years later and when you're successful so so this what brought me to tears when he brought me through this exercise because he said Johnny, put five years onto your life. You're 26. You enter into a room filled with 100 people that are 21 years old. What are you sharing with them in your success? I'm sharing that story. <laughs> like, I'm sharing that story that while I'm sharing the story of me having to ask my wife for rent or money to pay the assistant that I brought on thinking that I would be able to like go I regulated a higher clip and it just didn't, wasn't panning out. And that's what, that's what I want to share. Like I want to share these things on stage where it sucks. And these are the, the pitfalls and, and everybody has their story, but the better the obstacles are, the better the story it really is. And I was like, all right, well, I'm putting myself in that place and I'm just acting as if, acting as if. That's what Nate's taught me. Act as if, act as if. Four no-shows, I have to pay rent in a week. Act as if. And so I acted as if. He's like, you're making a million bucks a year. Who cares? Four people no-showed you. Who, who? Nobody cares. That's so you're making good. a million bucks a year. You really care if somebody hung up on you? Like, are you kidding me? Like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, all right, act as if, act as if, act as if. And so that's what I've been doing. And it's cool when you help other people in that. There's a guy that I've really been trying to reach out to about coming in and doing this. Cause he's like, I'm about to get evicted. Like, I don't know. Like I, I literally can't pay bills. And uh, it's really cool because he's like, he texts me and he said, Hey brother, I'm acting as if my, my girlfriend is actually took her course in two days. She's getting her license. I'm getting my license. They're both getting the, taking the test today actually. And, uh, and we're acting as if we're making a million bucks a year and we're going to make it work one way or another. He has no money. I love that. Love that. And, and that's the, that's the thing I really want to help people with is like, just act as if like whatever the dream per I posted on my story yesterday, like the, whoever your dream person is, whoever you want to be, act as if you're already that person. How do, how do they think? How do they move? Like yesterday I was thinking, okay, I want to be, I want to be like Ed Milet. What would he be doing in this situation? Yeah. And it caused me to get up and just go for a walk, go up and like, just attack the day. There's some so research and studies done on that stuff where it actually rewires your brain and the way you think, like when you start visualizing, right? All this visualization and this acting as if, and, and seeing the world of like, how would this person move? If I, you know, if I want to be the successful person, how would they look? How would they dress? How would they smile? How would they talk? What would their inflection be? Who would they hang around? Like all that actually rewires your brain to start yeah. actually functioning in that, which is really kind of weird and creepy at the same time. It's powerful. <laughs> Dude, it is powerful. This has been a powerful interview, Johnny. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything that you've learned and, and your stories there. Before we uh, close out, please let people know how they can get in touch with you, follow you on social, whatever you want. Yeah, totally. So uh, Instagram, Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, Nitafan, N-I-T-A-F-A-N. Uh, one and then Facebook as well, super live on there. Um, and then YouTube from unknown to unforgettable. Uh, got a podcast on there. It's just if you look at my name, it'll pop up. 
Uh, it's under my YouTube channel again. My name J O H N N Y Nitafan N I T A F A N. Um, so yeah, go check me out. Really uh, working on cranking up the the content now because that's digital real estate yeah. that you, you could buy in early. <laughs> Love it. Check out Johnny's bio uh, on Instagram. He's got all of his links listed there uh, in the in his link tree. All right. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. You can dive deeper to this episode. We're going to link to that uh, as well in our show notes over at staypaidpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, please head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. And the best way to show your support is to share this episode with a friend. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on social media as well. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Johnny, thank you, brother. Appreciate you coming on and inspiring and reminding entrepreneurs, whether young or old, that you just got to take action. You just got to get in there. Here's my action item for everybody on this. What is your act as if? Right. So I want you to, to define that. Right. Is it act as if you're going to make a million dollars this year? Is it act as if you're the number one producer in your office? Is it act as if your relationship is at the level you want it to be? What is that? And start visualizing and moving in that, because I have found in my own life that is insanely powerful when you act as if something that actually starts taking place in your life. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 